Welcome to episode 89 of Family Life Mornings, where morning radio show hosted by Steve, Therese, and Randy on Family Life, a network of stations across New York and Pennsylvania. You can find out more about what we do at familylife.org. Our podcast, some of the more interesting moments from the week, like what was Steve talking about when he said this? And Audrey said, whew, only one, not seven. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> Stick around to find out. Are you just starting your day? Well, so are we. It's Steve, Therese, and Randy on Family Life Mornings. Brandon, you uh, and everybody in the newsroom do a great job, but you can't possibly mm. cover every single story. There's some quirky ones out there, and right. you don't have the time for it. Therese, you want to you want to share it? Or I yeah, do. this oh. is amazing. Uh, there was a study that just came out about cheese. Now you would think you know full fat dairy not so good for you, but they actually said cheese kind of falls middle of the pack, and you have more of a chance of being unhealthy from things like potatoes or grains, mm. which is really something. So cheese. Is not that bad for you. Although there is a man who was injured by a giant wheel of cheddar wow. in England. He was a photographer and he was in the middle of a session when the wheel fell on him. And the family that he was taking a picture of, they tried to warn him. Right. They warned him over and over again. How so? Cheese. Cheese. Uh, Cheese. Cheese. They're here to wake you up, pick you up, and lift you up. Steve, Teresa, and Randy on Family Life. A friend you can turn to. I will never, ever forget where I was in the early morning, bitterly cold morning of January Mm. 10th, 1992, because at about 2 in the morning, my wife Audrey went into labor uh, with our first child, and it was a cold morning, and I had to get the car prepared and all ready for that 15-minute drive to the hospital. And I can only imagine what uh, people down in Texas were going through. This family, when Maggie was pregnant, uh, their power went out when Hmm. she was in labor. Hmm. And uh, so the husband of the home had to get the car ready. So they got the car ready. So Hmm. uh, there they were in the car for about 12 hours, just sitting there in the car. So why didn't they drive to the hospital like I did with Audrey? Well... Waiting there for 12 hours. The husband was there, and of course, the wife was there, as Maggie finally gave birth to the last of her three puppies. She'd already given birth to four in the house. They stayed in the car for 12 hours and gave, Maggie finally gave birth, so a total of seven puppies. By the way, back to the original story, at 6.57 that morning, our daughter was born. And Audrey said, whew, only one, not seven. <laughs> <That's good. laughs> we can't always take your call, but we will see your text if you send a message to 888-413-4156. This is Family Life Mornings. This is why I don't get rid of any of my old stuff. This this is why. I mean, anytime we think, oh, we're going to have a yard sale or something, you put all the stuff out there and you wonder if you're secretly selling something that's worth a lot of money. Like there was a bowl that was sold at a yard sale for $35, which is kind of high yeah, for, I for think, a yard, like yeah, a right, dish a at a yard sale, sale right? right? But mm-hmm. now the guy who bought it, he's going to sell it for like a half million dollars because it's 15th century Chinese Ooh. antique collectible Ooh. kind of stuff. So here's what I think I'm going to do. This is going to be my strategy moving forward okay. with all my yard sales. I'm going to price all the stuff really, really high. Uh-huh. And if nobody tries to talk me down, like $35 for a bowl, then I'm going to think that person must know something about that bowl. And then I'm going to say, no, 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 I think I'm going to keep that. That's that's going to be my strategy. And at the end of the day, when my driveway is still full of my old junk, (laughs) well, you'll know why. (laughs) The morning time. It's God's time. Thanks for waking up with Family Life Mornings. Happy National Anthem Day. 
1933, I believe the year. Well, Herbert Hoover was the one, the president, mm-hmm. that signed it in. So uh, we have so we're having a little national anthem talk this morning. Uh, who's this? Jacob, and I live in Newfield, New York. Well, Jake, how many times do you think, I was trying to guess this the other day, I wonder how many times we've actually sung that song in our lifetime. I, I, I can't even... Probably a thousand. I used to sing it for my uh, high school wrestling team. Oh, cool. That's wait, neat. wait, you were the person who would sing the national anthem? Uh, yes, ma'am. Yeah, that's wow. neat. So you've done it lots of times in front of people, and, and that's kind of tough. Here's something, since you've done it so much, you probably know it pretty well. Uh, are you standing or sitting or... Or driving? Uh, I'm actually driving to work right now. Okay, that's fine. We'll do. It. Okay, here we go. Can you uh, just, just like you were reading from a book, uh, without singing because you've sung it many times, just, just read the words to me. Just say the words in your speaking oh, man. voice. Go ahead. Start right now. Uh, oh, say can you see by the dawn's early light what so proudly we hail at the twilight's last gleaming? Uh, who's brought stripes and bright stars? Through the perilous fight. Ah, man. Now you got me. I'm not singing it. Uh, as you much can't, as, I can't say it. You can sing it, but you can't yeah. say it. As much as you've sung it, especially in front of people, and, and probably done a great job, yeah, that's always amazed me. I couldn't do it either. I mean, I, so I think many- it's because he's sitting down, if I'm going to be honest. <laughs> I, think, I think if you were standing up and there was a whole crowd around you, it would be different. Hey, could you go home and put your wrestling outfit on and then maybe that <laughs> That'll, yeah, that'll I'll, get... I'll go put the uh, warm-up suit on, and then I'll try it again. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> hey, thanks for playing. You've been great. Fun conversation, good music, and something to think about. Family Life Mornings. So you're fixing yourself a sandwich, and you realize, oh, man, the stick of butter is still in the fridge. I don't know about you guys, but when I try to spread butter right out of the fridge, it really doesn't work. Ooh, you right. put butter on a sandwich? I know. I was like, what kind of sandwich are you making? <laughs> oh, oh. Oh, sorry. You don't put butter on sandwiches? <laughs> Never in my life. But go ahead. No. Okay. okay. This well. is going in a whole different direction. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, you know what it's like when you want to spread butter and the butter is... Solid. Maybe on I mean, toast. Cold. Yeah. Okay, okay, on toast. Yeah. All right, okay. let's back up. <laughs> now we're talking toast, okay? But the butter is cold and it won't spread. Well, here's a great idea. Literally, a great idea. Get out the cheese grater oh. and use it on your butter. You can start scra- shaving off the the butter and it's easy to spread it melts a lot quicker gets softer faster and it's something that i just recently tried and it really works i think the key question in this whole thing is yes. uh, what sandwich do you put butter on <laughs> tuna fish and you thought my peanut butter tuna and turkey was weird <laughs> i butter two sandwiches two sandwiches peanut butter and butter is like the best sandwich on earth uh-huh. and the second sandwich that I butter is a cold spaghetti sandwich. Okay. Cold spaghetti with butter. I can sort of see that. I've had that as a kid. I can see that. But Randy puts it on tuna fish, so can we just agree that that's odd? Dude, I have never heard of tuna and butter. But when I heard heard about butter in the sandwich, I was like, oh, I know. Because when I try to butter my cold spaghetti sandwiches and the butter's not soft, and then he went to tuna, I was like, right? No. Right. No. You know, that spaghetti oh. thing makes sense because it's kind of like having, you know, a piece of Italian bread or a bread with, with your, your spaghetti. spaghetti. You, so that, there's no fork yeah. required, which is nice, right. you know, oh. and you want to take a bowl of spaghetti to go. 
yeah. That sounds great. Right. You just you just sprinkle some tuna fish on top of that. <laughs> <laughs> if you stick around long enough, this will all start to make sense. It's Family Life Mornings with Steve, Therese, and Randy. Well, we have our ergonomic keyboards and our stand-up desks, and now you can exercise while you work. So your computer and your monitor and your phone are all up high, so you stand, but you stand on a trampoline the trampoline desk is a thing so while you're working you can like bounce a little bit get in a little workout you know and so i don't know did you guys meet that new guy in accounting he he seems nice but he's kind of jumpy jumpy (laughs) and when he he gets home at night his spouse says how was your day well had it ups and downs right right this doesn't work out though there's always cirque du soleil (laughs) this is family life a friend you can turn to you ever said oh that was a wild goose chase you ever said that well, if you have, you're smarter than you think. You're quoting Shakespeare. Let's go to Romeo and Juliet, Act 2, Scene 4. Turn your pages. Nay, if our wits run the wild goose chase, I am done, for thou hast a blah, 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 blah. That's from Romeo and Juliet. Wait, is the, the blah, wild blah, blah, blah goose... part No, I made that part up. Wild goose chase. It seems that I am smarter than most people because... Let's go to Macbeth, Act 2, Scene 3. Knock, knock. Who's there in the other devil's name? The first knock-knock joke came from Macbeth. Macbeth. Blah, blah, blah. Blah, blah, blah. Shakespeare. Let's try one here really quick. (laughs) Knocketh, knocketh. (laughs) Go ahead. ahead. Knock-knock. Who Who comes to the door there? Wherefore means. Wherefore means. Is that what do you mean? No, no. Come on. It's a knock-knock joke. Oh, wherefore means means who? No, wherefore means why. How many times do we have to go over this? Come on. Come on. If it's too early for you to start thinking about real life, it's okay. You can hang out with us as long as you want. This is Family Life Mornings. I love thank you notes. I don't know. There's just something about somebody showing gratitude. I just love thank you notes. So the other day I got curbside pickup at the pet store. We Mm -hmm. needed some dog food and I found out that you can just order it online and then they will bring the big like 50 pound bag right out to your car and put it in. And so I just do that because it's easier. And on the bag when I got home, Mm -hmm. I found a thank you note. And I was like, I love this. But it was so clever because it said, thank you for your order. We enjoyed fetching it for you. Uh, And I was like, that's so cute, right? And then I got to thinking about other business and like if they were to write a thank you note you know what it would say like if it was a bakery Uh maybe it would say we enjoyed serving you thanks for letting us rise to the Uh, occasion right here i see a pattern so john texted us and said uh, if you had a tree trimming job done at your uh house say i don't know how to thank you I'm stumped. Clever. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, hi there. Who's this? This is Jude from Norwood. Be for a, like, fruit and vegetable stand type thing. Mm-hmm. And so if they delivered, they could put a note on saying, we're so glad we could do this for you. Orange you. Orange uh, you. And then, okay. But the second part is, aren't you glad I didn't say banana? Because you got, yes. you, you got to put that <laughs> in. Exactly. You got to. You got to. Because three hosts are better than one. Or two for that matter. This is Family Life, and we are a friend you can turn to.
Therese, you've made my life easier. I've enjoyed your tips from Therese over the years. Oh. And, and uh, the number one uh, was the blender one. You know, when I make a smoothie, yeah. and I tend to make it with peanut butter, and then you go to clean it up afterwards, and I'm like, oh, what a mess that is, until you said, just put water and soap and turn on this blender again. And it cleans right. it right up. Right, so and then saved, you just give it a rinse, and you're right? done. Yep. yep, it saved me uh, has saved me so much uh, over the last couple of years. So when I find out something that I think can also save people time and energy and, and uh, even a little bit of money. You want to uh, share? I want to share. And so uh-huh. uh, I learned, especially now that we're starting to go out and will continue to go out to restaurants more and more and more. Sure. And you want to find the correct restaurant. Now, I don't want you to make the same mistake I did when I first found out, I don't know, several years back that there's a rating system. There's all different kinds of rating system. But one of them, better known for restaurants, is the Michelin system. And I was like, huh. Oh. And they even have signs at the restaurant to show you if it's a Michelin star rated uh, restaurant. So mm-hmm. I would look for signs specifically when I would go out to eat. I would only go to places that had the Michelin sign. Man, did everything taste like rubber, though. Everything <laughs> just... So don't make the Awkward. same mistake I did, okay? Mm-hmm. We hope the rest of your day is just as much fun as this. Family Life Mornings with Steve, Teresa, and Randy.